Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto today on Thursday, October the 13th. We check into the small community of Innisfil, a growing community. It seems like it's sprouted up from certainly the idea of being close enough to Barrie, close enough to the uh, edges of the GTA, but it's reeling and grieving, and it's going to be for some time. Mayor Lynn Dolan gives us her perspective on where it's at, some of the community reaction, and no doubt the grief that is overwhelming. It's 35,000 residents, and it will continue to do so over the next few days with the tragic loss of two police officers uh, from the South Simcoe Police Force. That's right now on Toronto Today. There just aren't words. There aren't words, but but we have to try. The job is here to use words, and I know uh, the job of our next guest is to do the same and to comfort a community, um, and it's going to take time. It's going to take patience. It's going to take a lot of hugs and a lot of grief and a lot of emotion and everything similar to it. We welcome on uh, the mayor of the town of Innisfil. Uh, she is Lynn Dolan. Uh, mayor Dolan, thank you very much for making the time for me, and I'm, I'm so sorry for the grief grief, the loss, the heartache that your community is feeling. Thank you for that. And thank you for um, all of the calls we've been getting from police services, from police service boards, from municipalities across the country. It, re- it really does help. Well, and, and I'm hearing, you know, in South Simcoe, there were some police that came down to um, to Toronto when um, Andrew Hong was killed about four weeks ago. And they rode in the procession or they sent messages of their own or even, you know, a quick FaceTime video. That is that that is the one thing about the industry of law enforcement is that um, when when someone when something tragic happens to one, they all feel it right in the middle of their chest, male, female. 50 years, 10 years, it doesn't matter. They all feel the pain. Absolutely. I think all the first responders are um, are feeling this, and uh, and certainly our community is as well. There was a, a, a vigil, obviously, and, uh, and I'm guessing a packed uh, church last night where, as you know, uh, and as you documented, a lot of people just plain know each other. Cops are somebody that you wave at and use on a first-name basis in your community. Can you expand on that? Because, again, in Toronto or for people listening in bigger cities, um, we, we're not able to establish that kind of relationship for, for, for that purpose. Yeah, in in small town Ontario, definitely um, everybody knows everybody, and certainly our policing here. Um, a lot of it is is proactive versus reactive. So they're in the schools, they're in the the. Uh, we have a, a senior police academy where they learn about you know frauds and being safe, and so that type of thing you make a relationship with, with your police services. And, and so there's a very good chance that um, if you do get pulled over, that you know the person who, who is um, behind the siren. There's a lot of people wondering about small towns and whether they feel as idyllic and as, um, I don't want to, I think innocence the wrong word, but I'm searching for words to, to find out here. So there's been urban sprawl and there's obviously been people that now commute and, and how the pandemic has happened, changed things. How would you describe what Innisfil is? How would you describe whether or not you think it's, it's changed in the last five, six years? So yes, we're a growing community. We're north of the GTA, so of course we're uh, we're a growing community. As is Bradford, because there's some mm-hmm. police services both in Innisfil and Bradford. Um, but I would say that sense of um, 
safety and community and helping each other hasn't changed. And that's why that this is, is really hard. And, um, and, and you hear it from people all the time. Like this doesn't happen on my street. Lynn Dolan is the mayor of Innisfil joining us on Toronto today on 640 Toronto. What are steps? Nobody quite knows how to put left foot in front of right foot um, when when there's grief. And some some grief ends up being expected in life. Um, you know, we, we know we're likely going to say goodbye to our parents someday. We're going to send kids off to university or college. This is something so uniquely different, and especially because it's so violent and so and so unnecessary, it feels like, that it's it's a different grief, isn't it? It is. It is. And I, and I can't speak for, um, I don't have any first responders in my family, but I, I can tell you that I'm, I'm sure they all, um, live in fear of that knock on the door. But I, I think that we, um, everybody, I'm getting stopped from people on the street just saying, what can I do? What can I do? Everybody wants to do something. So, um, just, just hug each other and, um, we'll we'll keep going, and we'll um, learn from our police colleagues what it is that they need. We'll learn from the family what they need, and we'll be there for them. And and I think the, the thing about grief is it's not just about today; it's about a month from now and a year from now. Yeah, it has to be for for people. Um, and you want again in in a smaller town and in a smaller community where everybody does know um, e- each other. They want to feel safe. It is a natural. Um, it is a natural scenario. I'm sure that many of your residents feel less safe than they did 24 hours ago. I know that's something that politicians and community act, people who are active in the community and law enforcement all have to work together uh, to turn around that feeling and um, and 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 push it back the other way. But it's natural for people to feel a little scared because it happened so close to them. I get it. Yeah, and and I think people are still reeling and in shock, but we do live in a very, very safe community, and people do feel safe walking at night or, um, you know, just going about their daily business. So, um, but mm. we're we're still going to be um, trying to mend um, a lot of a lot of people. Do you do you have plans right now for um, a service, a day, a time, a, a scenario in which you honor um, these two members of your community? I don't know what what I the think, latest would be. No, I think the families are still working that out with yeah. our um, acting chief, and and we'll certainly um, let everybody know when that is. And I suppose same scenario with the investigation. What what do you as a resident want to know? about what ended up transpiring and and I, I don't know how to prevent things like this no one does in the future but I'm sure you have questions I'm sure people who live near you have questions yeah our community has questions our police service has questions but we have to respect the um, process and once mm-hmm. the um, special investigations unit invokes a mandate um, then they're in charge so we we await those answers and um, and just work on healing for the time being. I got a sense how uh, how personal this was for everybody for for obvious reasons when um, the former police chief noted that that he'd gone to school um, that acting police chief I should say John Van Dyke went to school 
with um, with Morgan Russell. That tells you right away how you know how significant the the, the ties that bind you know law enforcement officers is. It is, and we're we're you know we're about I don't know about a hundred sworn um, in our service. So it's, it is a small service. It's like a family. And and Morgan has been with us for 33 years. Mm-hmm. Um, Devin Devin six, and yeah. So it'll it's going to be it's it's disastrous for our little service to lose to um, at the same time. It's just incredibly sad. I know these conversations aren't easy, um, but I, I also know people in your community are certainly looking to you for for leadership and, and leaders lead. Thank you for what you're doing there. Um, and I know you'll continue it. And I know it isn't easy to continue it, but thank you very much for the time this morning for us to, to give us a window in. And, um, you know, it's easy for us to say down here if there's anything we can do, but but obviously it stands true. Thank you very much for making the time for us. Thank you, Mr. Brady. Uh, Mayor Lynn Dolan joining us, Mayor of Innisfil. Just to update you on those particular scenarios, they'll do an autopsy on the alleged shooter on Friday. What that tells people um, in terms of cause of death, uh, we know it's gunfire. There, I, I would bank today on something being out there as to whether these were self-inflicted gunshot wounds or whether they were not. We'll see if indeed that's the case or not, but it is it is going to be a very slow process. I think specifically because of the size of the town and the closeness of the community um, for the town to move forward. And people are angry and their, their, their grief is going to turn to anger that this happened. No question about it. And uh, that has to be monitored as well.